This podcast is brought to you from Chris's basement and is recorded in front of a live audience. What? You've never heard them? That's because they just kept begging and pleading to be let out and see their families, so they've all been gagged and tied up. So you don't have to worry about them anymore. Isn't that right, random audience member? Uh, all right, let's start this thing, guys. All right, keep it down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start the show. It's Saturday, February 22nd. I'm Tom. I'm Chris. I'm Ben. And welcome to Talk and Rock in the Basement, where we do exactly that. We release new episodes every Sunday at 8 a.m. on SoundCloud. So February is coming to a close, Mm -hmm. and you know what that means, Chris. Mardi Gras party time. Oh, very excited. Uh, Yeah, my sister and my brother-in-law throw an annual Mardi Gras party. Uh, and uh, it's it's always a blast. And it's tonight. It is tonight. We are. Looking very much forward to it. Uh, Ben, are you interested? Are you going to go, Ben? I'm interested. I'm not Ben. I've always been he, busy. He yeah, checked the maybe block yeah, box. Yeah. He, he dropped yeah. you off last we time. Don't know. Yeah, he, <laughs> last year, Ben dropped me off at the party. I yeah. think the year before that, Lexi dropped me off. So I don't remember. Lex, no, Lexi no, will not be making it. No, uh, the year before that, Lexi came and oh, left early. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, uh, what was it, a couple years ago? It was no, no, the no, big... oh, that was... That was that was like three years ago. Who knows? Time, before we time flies when you go to Mardi Gras parties because yeah. of the, the, the punch. The, the grenade punch, yeah, it'll, it'll get the, you going. The, was it the Everclear? Yeah. Absinthe? Yeah. <laughs> no absinthe this time. No absinthe this year, uh, but it's always a great time. We're looking forward to Definitely. it. Definitely. Always looking forward to end of February. But uh, what do we got on the agenda today, Chris? Ooh, today uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, so Wayne's World, uh, the anniversary was this yeah, month. Yeah, just, just last week. That's awesome. Um, 28 years ago. Jeez, older than me. Four. <laughs> Four years, <laughs> that is. Um, uh, I have some news about Ozzy Osbourne's tour uh, and his album release. Um, and then uh, Ben is also going to talk about Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures and some, some fun facts and behind the scenes on that. I can't wait to hear about it's gonna be, all of it. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great, great time. Show. I hope you guys yeah. stick around. You yeah. know, let's <laughs> learn a lot. Have a good time. Um, but jumping right in. Um, so first headline of the day. Um, Ozzy Osbourne postpones 2020 tour due to health issues. The biggest thing he wanted to stress is that it is not canceled. Um, he's saying that this tour is po- postponed. Um, and this tour is part of his No More Tours tour, too tours um and so this leg which begins in may is actually the rescheduled shows of the 2019 tour that he had to cancel but that's not happening either what the, in may he's not no yeah yeah, yeah. so so uh, you got me in a circle I was yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna uh, it's confusing times a here canceled tour loop of confusion yeah exactly so um <laughs> so yeah the rescheduled shows from his canceled 2019 uh-huh. tour are now postponed Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, in April of last year, in 2019, um, he had to cancel because he fell at home, which aggravated a 2003 ATV injury. And ATV he also had pneumonia. Injury. Yeah. Well, he also has Parkinson's. And I think they actually, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2003, but he only came out yeah. publicly <laughs> recently. Um, and I think if you diagnose Parkinson's, well, even in this old age, you shouldn't be riding ATVs. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. We need no. him rocking on he's, stage. He's having apparently. a good time. 
Um, but yeah, so he had previously canceled the European leg of the tour in 2019, um, and then later pulling the plug in on performances in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with hanging it up and being like, you no, know, it's, it's a good career. Not. All right, I'm done. There's, oh, the, so mu- there's I, the music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's better to, you know, uh, not disappoint and just surprise fans as yeah. opposed to, you know, always push it back you know mm-hmm. you're not getting any younger yeah no and not getting in better health you know he's always no. having issues with the you know drug and heavy drug and right. alcohol use yeah he's a you know metal rock star right. You know? right um but uh so he he does say that he intends to reschedule but he so he uh and this was in a rolling stone um interview he says i cannot go on the road until i'm 100 percent confident <coughs> that i can pull it off because uh, if i go out now and can't carry on people are think i've lost the plot so I'm not going to go out there until I can give them a show that I want to give them because that's not fair to them. So exactly yeah. what you guys are saying. That's I mean, good. like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I mean, he does. He definitely wants to put on the best performance he can. Mm-hmm. And I watched an interview with him uh, this morning, actually, um, talking about his new album. I couldn't understand a word that he was saying. No, no, uh, as you can't. But when but, he sings, you can understand what oh, he's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you speak and you mumble, I, I was like, uh, Sharon. I turned on the like the closed captioning and it's still like it was like wasn't matching up. Oh, like no. it, like I was trying to read it and they, don't, w- they don't know either. It just it just wasn't making any Nobody sense. Knows. Nobody yeah. speaks Aussie. Right. Yeah. Nobody does. Uh, we gotta get Joe Walsh. Maybe Joe Walsh talk yeah, to yeah. Yeah. understand what's happening. Um but uh his UK and European tour with Judas Priest, which kicks off in um October, that uh nothing has changed with that. Uh that remains unaffected and will go ahead as planned. So you're saying October Ozzy could be touring. Yeah. Man, this guy is doing a ton. Yeah. yeah. And so I looked at the dates. It's an insane tour. It's, uh, it, it's, their shows, I, I think there's like 36 shows, and they're mm-hmm. every like two to four days. Yeah. He's, uh, he's 71. Yeah. That's 71 nuts. Now. That's yeah. so much travel. Um, when, travel for when, me? when we went, when my little, <laughs> when my little band did a kind of like an East Coast, like show um we had i think three shows in in two days in that alone was a lot i was like i was exhausted i was like yeah i'm i want to go to bed now yeah but you hope there's a lot more people (laughs) assisting oh yeah Yeah, ozzy osbourne tour he's got a fortune you know he's gonna be comfortable but yeah still Mm -hmm. life on the road is is Uh, rough yeah so uh yeah sharon said he's seeking treatment in switzerland ozzy and the uh, the doctor. <laughs> That's my Sharon. Osborne. It's good. Um, but the doctor said uh, he looked at his itinerary. <laughs> ben didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm making crazy faces at Chris. All right, I'm, I'll cut it out now. <laughs> um, but the doctor looked at his itinerary and was like, "No, you're you're gonna be here a while." Because mm. um, yeah, he is fighting Parkinson's, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, he's just getting up there in age. Well, Which is unfortunate. You, you know, you, you just hope for a, a speedy recovery that yeah. he can he can make those October shows. Yeah, because um, he did release his album. His album um, came out uh, on the twenty first. Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's really good. I really like it. Um, um, we we talked about this album before. You remember what it's called, Chris? Uh, Ordinary Man. Ordinary Man. That's right. Um, we talked about it maybe a few podcast episodes yeah. ago. <laughs> Um, there was one single that I really enjoyed. Uh, it's like Under the Graveyard. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that one. And he's got a couple songs with Post Malone. On yeah. Uh, it's a raid featuring Post Malone and Take What You Want. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the title track, Ordinary Man, Ordinary Man uh, has Elton John on it. That's right. Yeah. And so I, the, the, um, the interview that I was watching, what, from what I could decipher um, from Ozzy, he was saying, because they were like, how did that come about? Because two pretty different music styles, but he uh, was saying that like he remembered like Elton John when he was like first playing music, and mm-hmm. he he was just like I had this melody and and I thought it would be a good idea, and and I you know uh, I think he said he emailed him and he's like I'd lo- I'd love to, but I mean uh, Chad Smith is on the album, which is awesome. I don't know, it didn't tell me what songs he played. I think he actually I think he may have so, played all of them. So yet he did. Um, Chad Smith, the bassist from Guns N' Roses, yeah. Duff McKagan. And another guitarist who's a producer, or I can't remember his name exactly because I hadn't heard him before yeah. before I looked up this album. Um, they actually got together in the studio, came up all the music, came up all the lyrics, and then Ozzy came in and he's like, here, yeah, here, awesome. here is your work. Yeah. Sing on it on the tracks, and then there's your album. Yeah. Which has been historically like that a lot with Ozzy. He doesn't really write a lot of his own songs, yeah. he's just um, got that voice. He's got the great voice. He's a great front man, yeah. great personality. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. speaking of like just. You know him in in health. His voice still sounds great. I mean, yeah, it's a studio album and stuff, but but it's it still sounds really really good. Right. I mean, those guys that use their authentic voice yeah. and like their diaphragm like sound really good. Like I saw Peter Frampton maybe a year and a half ago, and it was he actually just did his final tour because he has health issues as well. Oh yeah. But he sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Like he opened for Steve Miller band, and Steve Miller did not sound good. Oh. <laughs> Steve Miller kind of is. It's kind of pushes on his voice. It's not like yeah. it's not smooth it's, it's, it's or like strained. It's a little and, strained, yeah. yeah. And you get older, you can't, you know, maintain that. Yeah. But Peter Frampton says it's his diaphragm. And he's belting it out, and he sounded yeah. He sounded exactly he did, you know, a year and a half ago when I saw him. Then if you listen to his live album, that's great. Yeah, Peter Frampton comes alive. There's nothing more uh, like rewarding than going to go see an artist that you really like and have them, you know, sound. How they used to how how you know how how, how you, you expect them to sound, them to sound right you wanted to sound just like the the recording yeah you sound like just like that <laughs> yeah uh, and then we're happy like, yeah I, I think when we went and saw um you know Joe Walsh mm-hmm. you know he, yeah. he sounded great you know he's older but mm-hmm. he still sounded he sounded phenomenal. really good yeah that was that was a killer show because we had saw Joe Walsh open up for Tom Petty, Tom Petty. right and that was that was a great show and the uh what were the, what were the sisters names <laughs> oh I don't know the British <laughs> the sisters, British sisters yeah. Yeah. yeah they were uh, helping out the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That's yeah. right. Uh, was Don't Come Around Here No More. Yeah. Like the, hey. <laughs> they were singing that. Yeah, and then Tom Petty goes over there and danced with them yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it, a fun time. It was a great show. Did uh, Did you enjoy everybody who sat behind you, Ben? Yeah. Did you have any issues there? Oh, we, we had uh, plenty of volume back there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the issue of going to concerts. You spend all this money going to concerts. Then you get these, these A-holes, idiots. dim-witted yeah. morons. I'm sitting, the biggest yeah. fan. Yeah, they're the biggest fans. They're singing. They're drunk. They're yeah. outlandish. And you just want to throw them down. Lot, lot or of whistling down the, the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Who whistles at a concert? What are you doing? Yeah, it's right. a, not a sports game. A get of, it? You uh, sing. A lot, of, a lot of Mary Jane going around, too. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter where you go to see concerts. These people are everywhere. Yeah, the country, everywhere. You know? yeah. it's, it's not like a hick thing. It's mm-hmm. not a city mm-hmm. thing. It's it's everywhere and, and anywhere. And yeah, and it's any a, type of It's concert. a humanity thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, we got an issue with humanity. Whether, yeah, whether it's fucking jazz or rap or anything like that, it's mm-hmm. you always got idiots out there. Especially jazz. All those doo-wopping. <laughs> those jazz cats. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that little went down a rabbit hole there. Um, no, but back to Ozzy. You know, it's just, I listened to the album 
as well. We listen to the album at the gym. Yeah, a lot of people like make these workout playlists. I love listening to albums. Mm-hmm. Um, some albums help you through the gym, you know, yeah. through your workout, and some not so much. But Ozzy's definitely did. It was yeah. an intense album. It was great. It was, um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was telling Tom uh, on the. It's a raid with Post Malone, but I don't know if you've heard it, but it's they sound exactly the same, which is really funny. Yeah, post um, the voices of Post Malone yeah, and Ozzy, and Ozzy. Osbourne. Yeah, because I was like, I listened to it the first time, and I was like, is, is Post Malone on this? And I, I went and looked it up, and they're like, no, yeah, these are, these are like his verses, and I was just like, it just sounds exactly the same. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it some more reps so I can see the differences because I was listening, and I just you didn't hear a difference. I didn't. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I was focused on you know we were, it was uh, he was focused back, on pumping iron. Right, it was back of the knees day. Back yeah. of the knees. Back of the knees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what we were just focusing on. So we were pretty um focused. Chuck Norris yeah. day. Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. Got to strengthen those yeah, weak yeah, spots. Yeah. Right. No, no spots are very weak, especially uh, on Chris. But I, I don't want to say anything. No, I jacked my. We were working out our back, but I jacked my back up yesterday. It's no good. Chris is not able to do the back day. No. He tries to do too much. Struggling. I'm trying to keep up with the big dog here. Ah. <laughs> 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 That's what, that's what happens at the gym. I try to lift anything heavy. <laughs> Oops, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, that kind of wraps up Ozzy's news. Mm-hmm. All right. That leads us up to our uh, our next big news. That'd um, be uh, Wayne's World, right? Wayne's World. Wayne, Wayne's World. World. Right, okay. Uh, so Wayne's World actually came out uh, February 14th, 1992. Oh, wow. So I, it's a good year. Great year, yeah. Ben, ben was born in... Uh, came out, came out on uh, yes. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. So... <clears throat> This is kind of should have been brought up, but maybe brought up last week. But I, uh, I kind of had the epiphany of we just talk, kind of talk about a lot of albums and artists, yeah. and I was like, there's a lot of great rock related movies that we haven't really talked about. And I was like, well, I wonder when Wayne's World came out. Yeah. I, I knew it came out like '91, '92. I just didn't know. What, I thought it was a summer blockbuster, but it wasn't. Um, so it actually yeah, came, February, right? And I was like, winter what? chiller, right? It's pretty crazy because they actually filmed it in the summer of '91. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's when they, they kind of got it. I don't think they actually expected too much out of it because, I mean, how much it cost and really how, how quickly they filmed it, which we'll get into um, in a little later yeah. into the Wayne's World topic. Because I don't think it got as popular as it is now until later on. Right? No, it was very popular. Oh, yeah? yeah right off the, right off the bat? <laughs> right off the bat, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll talk about how much money it made in the in the box office and everything. But again, so came out in 92. It's the same age as me, 28 years ago. Isn't that great? Holds, I, it, holds it very dear to his heart. I really do. Um, Wayne's Old World. Man Jenkins. Old Man Jenkins, yeah. So Wayne's World stars Mike Myers and Dana Carvey in their first motion picture. It was also Chris Farley's first ever movie, if you remember. And he has a very small role oh, in the yeah. movie as oh, the, uh, the, uh, the... What was he? He was the security guard yeah. who knew yeah. so much information. And, yeah. he, and the line... So if, you, if you've seen the movie, and he talks about like Mr. Big, this studio executive where he's oh, traveling yeah. all over yeah, yeah, yeah. the country, and he's like pointing... Like he points in the area, then he Chris Farley actually messes up the scene, and they kept his mess up. Oh, really? Because it was so funny. Like, yeah. His pointing, he was supposed to point the other direction, then he remembered it halfway through and then he <laughs> moved. Like, oh. Yeah. So they're like, I remember that one. it's just funny, like, because uh, Wayne and Garth are surprised looking. I was like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a phenomenal movie. I love it so much. But so it's, uh, again, the two Saturday Night Live alums as our lead characters, Wayne and Garth. Again, that's Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. But Wayne's World is about two rock-obsessed guys in their 20-somethings who still live with their parents in suburbia of Aurora, Illinois. They host a public access television show from Wayne's parents' basement that airs once a week where they talk rock and roll, go on tangents, and update the audience about their personal lives. I don't know if that... Ring any bells? Ring any bells or reminds everybody, but uh, 
I don't I don't know. I, maybe an eye-opening experience. Yeah, right. And I, maybe we'll duplicate that. But I'm going to talk about how Wayne's World was created, how it is related to rock and roll, and any leftover cool facts that I feel that the listeners and Chris and Ben need to know. And we'll cut you off. And we'll cut you I'll be yeah. have a, you got to play the Oscars. Start playing the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, just, play off. Play me off. Yeah. Don't worry. You got, got the fart sound effects coming up. Right. We got plenty of farts lined up. But I, again, I love this movie. I've always had it. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, but I was going to ask Chris and Ben, what do you guys think of Wayne's World? I know, I know you guys have seen it. And you have mixed opinions. You're not sold uh, okay. on uh, it like oh, no, I no, am. No, 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 no. I love the movie. Um, I, I am. I am not. Tom is obsessed with the movie. I, I have a. I have a poster hanging up in my living room. Yes. Of Wayne's World. Uh, we also had a, the poster in our apartment as well. You can check it out on Instagram. Which he would. Tom Ozio. Which and and I love the movie. It was Tom's enthusiasm that I was. Yes down in the dumps about because he would point out the uh point out the poster to us almost every single day mm-hmm. it's it's my favorite poster and it is it, to be fair it is a great poster thank you but i do love the movie it's a great movie i, I think it's a good movie um you know i have not watched it as many times as you nor no, will no. i <laughs> no. that's that's one main difference well, there, there's um, nothing wrong there's, with that yeah th- th- there's other great movies out there but for its time <laughs> especially no you know, it's a it's a great movie. Uh, one thing that I don't like <laughs> is the ending. It irritates yeah. Yeah. the uh, crap out of critics me. Critics have, you know, at the time definitely spoke about how they didn't like They chose it as just like a weak ending, like not being able to choose an ending, so they yeah. chose three endings. If you've seen Wayne's World, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah they just kind of do like, it's like, oh, this all this crazy, terrible ending happening. Oh, no, psych, we're yeah. going to do a different ending. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's a very goofy movie. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that whole thing, it plays into the type of movie it is. You yeah. know, how mm-hmm. they did not have high expectations for it. Mm-hmm. I, right. Yeah, ex- it exceeded expectations. So they they knew they could get away with something like that because yeah. it's not a serious movie. It's a right. goofy movie, and they, they can have an ending like that. Um, Wayne's World 2 is a different story, but we won't talk about <laughs> that now. Oh, That's man. another time. I uh, I believe that came out in the summer of, like, 93, so maybe over the summer. Oh, we'll right, so, like, right after. A year after, a year, year and a half, year oh, and some wow. change yeah. after, yeah. Because that one, because um, Wayne's World made a ton of money. Yeah. And yeah. so, but Wayne's World 2 did not make enough money. <laughs> so that's why you never saw Wayne's World 3. Yeah. But anyways, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, I'm still holding out hope for Wayne's World 3. But, uh, you know, those late um, movies, sequels that come out later, they're usually not as good, like, the 20 years later. Never. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm holding hope out for Bill and Ted 3, Ben. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving along. Moving along, sir. But, um, no, you have a Alice Cooper shirt on. I do. Yeah, because um, Alice Cooper's in. Yeah, Wayne's World. That that's maybe one of my favorite movie scenes like ever. Yeah, it's just so. We have funny. Alice Cooper singing "Feed My Frankenstein." Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why I became such a big Alice Cooper fan. Oh yeah, yeah, is because of Wayne's World. Um, but but yeah, that whole interaction, that whole scene is just so so funny. It is. It's like, it's just great. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Wayne's World basically introduced me to classic rock and rock and roll. So you can blame Wayne's World for the creation of this podcast. I kind of view Wayne's World as talk and rock in the basement's forefathers, if if, <laughs> if you will. But uh, Wayne's World was but, created by Mike Myers. What are you gonna say, Chris? Oh, we'll build a shrine to it later. We, uh, we're we're t- currently building a shrine. Um. Yeah, so it was created by Mike Myers, who first debuted the skit on Saturday Night Live on February 18th, 1989. So basically three years later, they came out the movie, so that's yeah. a pretty... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, slow it down. I talk a little fast. I get excited when talking about Wayne's World, so I got to Bring it down. it down. Just bring it down. We're not on the radio. It We're, it's a podcast. It's chill. We're cool. We're sitting on, Relax. We're sitting on buses cool, calm, going to work, so we don't have what? to go... <laughs> 
What? <laughs> people listen to, on buses? People listen to podcasts. None of us ride the bus. Yeah. yeah, okay. The one listener I know. I'm not riding a rides bus. Rides the bus and listens to it. Fine. I guess the other listener also rides the bus. <laughs> the other so. listener rides. We got two listeners. And they uh, both ride buses. So that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> anyway, so the inspiration for the movie is from Mike Myers, who grew up in the suburbs of Toronto, and he was basically hanging out with his friends in a basement, listening to old you know, rock records. So that's basically what the show is, hanging out yeah. in a basement, listening to great music and talking about great music, which is, again, kind of what we do down here. There's nothing wrong with that. We're just a lot of relatables <laughs> happening here, similarities. Tom really wishes that he was in Wayne's World. I love Wayne's World. <laughs> it is great. But, which uh, would you be, Garth or Wayne? Oh, I'd say oh. Wayne. Wayne. Probably because of the hair. Yeah, I don't know. They're all hair the, can come and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 in the process of going. So we're, we're not coming. No, no, not coming. Oh, but it, the, I think a reason why people like Wayne's World, the reason why I like it, is because it's so relatable. Because it's yeah. something we like. We grew up in the suburbs, listening to music, hanging out, and just yeah. hanging out with friends. That's all. It, that's I literally grew up watching this, and I was like, I want to be that. Also, <laughs> so that's also how it's, that's also how it's relatable for me. I, 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 I want, want to, to be. I that. want to do that. Also, I mean, it's it's a movie with like normal people in it. You know, just like us. Well, well, you know, there aren't, like, uh, who, who's the girl in it? Uh, Cassandra? Yeah. And her name, name was, was Cassandra. Cassandra. Um, but I, I don't know the name of the actor. Oh, uh, we can look it up um, if we if we must. But, um, but no, I, I was saying, like, there aren't, you know, these crazy, attractive, like, people in it. That, you know, there's, well, you know, she's attractive, but. <laughs> she is. Uh, Tia Carrera. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, uh, Danny Carvey and, and Mike Myers are pretty, very, no, pretty normal. Very looking attractive dudes. Yeah, pretty normal looking dudes. Um, They're good to me. We'll talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So you had more facts about <laughs> just Wayne's a bit World? more. Just a few more. Okay. But the uh, basically the character of Wayne Campbell is was kind of like I guess a character that Mike Myers would do as a kid. Like he would oh, go yeah. around, like how he talked, like excellent, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are little, you know, little quotes and stuff. That's something he would do as a kid, and always get like his family and friends to laugh. So he kind of, uh, you know, growing up in Toronto, he always watched uh, these public access shows, and that's all they talked about was like rock and roll and just hanging out. So that's basically what his inspiration for coming out with this skit. And it was again very successful and started alive enough to make a movie that that did very well. But the character of Garth. His full name is Garth Algar, played by Dana Carvey. He's basically an impression of Dana's nerdy older brother, Brad. Oh. So uh, Dana goes on to say uh, his older brother would always be tinkering with machines, oh, like yeah. making whacking devices, and be like, so I took a, took apart the toaster today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little stuff like that. So it's like an ex- exact impersonation yeah. of him, and kind of the same thing. Because you can see through the movie that Garth periodically, um, like working on little gadgets. Yeah. And one in particular, uh, he's working on like a robot hand. He's always doing something. Yeah, and then and, and, uh, Rob Lowe's character, <laughs> Benjamin, uh, he walks into the scene, and the uh, hand starts going yeah. crazy, and then uh, Wayne or Garth has to start beating it with a hammer. Yeah, I kind of like uh, behind the story. I guess there was a there was a scene that was cut, so not deleted scene. Yeah, that was cut before it was supposed to be explaining this robot Garth was creating. To kill Benjamin. Oh yeah, yeah that's, it was because Garth hates Benjamin. Yeah, so it was so 
in this scene after it, you see Benjamin walk up yeah. to the robot, and then the robot's ah, I'm gonna try to kill him, and he's it's a stop, and the guard's like, he's like, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, Nothing. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the backstory of that one. Nobody's supposed to know. You yeah. only know that because Dana talked about it after the fact. That's what that scene that's, was that's supposed hilarious. to mean. That's hilarious. And you know, Benjamin is kind of their. Uh, representation of Lorne Michaels who actually yeah. you know the, the executive producer and creator of SNL Saturday Night Live and he was he did his executive producer on Wayne's World as well oh yeah mm-hmm. um, so it, it's kind of like a impression of him yeah as the character Benjamin as Lorne Michaels oh, you know we're TV very late nights is kind of and just talking through it so yeah, it's, it's really but obviously fun. more sleazy yeah, kind of right, yeah, yeah. version, yeah, version of Lorne Michaels but Mike and uh, Dana aired their skits of Wayne's World on SNL many times. So they, they it wasn't just one time they aired it. They mer- aired many different was it, skits. Was it like a recurring weekly? Yeah. weekly I don't know if it was weekly. They didn't yeah. do it that much. But, you know, it did many, many times. Because yeah. they had episodes with Tom Hanks on it. And like oh, yeah. Aerosmith. Um, a bunch of different guys. Um, so it took all that popularity for Lauren Michaels to decide to take the risk and make it into a motion yeah. picture. And they went to uh, Paramount Pictures, who picked up the movie. Um, and it was actually the only second Saturday Night movie, Saturday Night Live movie that had been made. Then the first one was in 1980, The Blues Brothers, oh, which was a huge yeah, success. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. And uh, Saturday Night Live went on to make a bunch more movies. Not all successes. No, definitely there, there not. Some terrible ones. Some, yeah. Like the, the Ladies' Man. If you've seen that one, that one is is not any Awful. good. Not not worth a watch. Yeah, no, <laughs> not worth. Don't waste your time. Um, but I know we talked about how much uh, much money the Wayne's World made. Do you guys have any guesses? So what, what was the, the box bo- office? So so they it, it cost twenty million. Oh. It was in the budget to make Wayne's World. How much money do you think they? So in ninety two, yeah. Um, my guess, let's say, which number was it in the box box office? Like uh, in the charts? Uh, I think of that year, it was in the top ten. So maybe like eight or nine or ten. Okay, so I would say maybe like one hundred and fifty million. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, oh, oh, uh, probably two hundred twenty. Okay, you guys are real close. There's actually 183.1 million oh, that was in my the next box guess. office the year. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 183.1. Right, that but was that's, the next guess. That's insane. So it's insane off yeah. a 20 million budget, 20 yeah. million dollar budget. Well, so yeah, so I was doing research, looking at uh, I was, I was listening to uh, one of our po- uh, favorite podcasts, uh, the Weekly Planet. The Sunday Weekly News. Planet. Um, but they were saying the numbers; those are like Hollywood numbers. So. You, uh, they're saying like if you double it, that's going to be a more accurate representation of how like, for like marketing and advertising and stuff. Right. Like that. So if it, tours, so but, it, but still forty million, forty million. Yeah, it's yeah. still hundred. That's that's nuts. Yeah, my kind, my making kind of profits. One hundred and forty million. Yeah, yeah it's more than almost mm-hmm. five times as as you know. You what know how many basements we could get and record out of? For, oh man, we get a whole parking garage. Oh, oh, just basements. We, we get a parking garage. Parking garages. Yeah, that's uh, that's one hundred and eighty. That's it's nuts. Food for thought. Yeah, you could recreate the entire Wayne's World set, and that would be a dream come true. Yeah. Talking rock in the basement. That yeah. would be oh my, <laughs> a man can dream. But um, so Wayne's World is also known for how quickly the movie was shot. So I'm gonna ask you guys again: How many days do you think it took them to shoot oh, the entire movie days? Wayne's World? I think it's something crazy. Thirty. Okay. Uh, uh, like three weeks. Well, how many days? Well, twenty-one. Twenty. You guys are close. It took him 34 days to record Wayne's World. It's pretty cool. So, again, that was the summer of 1991. And they did it so quickly because Mike Myers and Dana Carvey had to hurry back to New York so they can start uh, filming and recording the new season of Sound Our Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stock back up on cocaine. Yeah. That's that's, uh, cocaine capital, I guess, is New York. Yeah. 
Is that what you're saying, Ben? No, I was just... No, it's, just <laughs> it's always good to shoehorn cocaine in any yeah. conversation. Um, that's crazy. Just a little over a month. Yeah, no, yeah. it was very quick. This, it was rough, especially filming the Bohemian Rhapsody scene, which we'll talk about uh, yeah. in depth oh, a yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because they took so many scenes, and their necks were just killing me. Yeah. Just try banging your head like that a couple times yeah. in a row, and it's going to be hurting. But yeah. second thing, second point I want to talk about um, is how Wayne's World is related to rock and roll. Uh, we kind of t- mentioned that a lot with Alice Cooper, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen being yeah. on there. But they mentioned Led Zeppelin kind of iconically. He goes into the guitar shop like, yeah. and he goes to play Stairway. It's not really Stairway of Heaven because they never pl- got the rights. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. and then it's like, oh, you know, yeah. st- Stairway sign. denied. Yeah. You yeah. can't play Stairway because it's such a long song. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to take up their time that long. So it's always kind of the folk, but nobody lets you play uh stairway to heaven and yeah, good guitar shops shop. anymore or mm. smoke on the water i got in trouble for that one when God. we got ben's bass <laughs> you play it in the... i played one note and he's like oh smoke on the water i was like damn it yeah nope. no no no, no. i didn't uh, yeah i didn't know much then i don't especially don't know anything on the bass i'm no ben ben yeah. bass well, fingers. tom tom playing smoke on the water like <laughs> triggers something for me and i want to f- yeah. smash his guitar ben heard it a, a thousand chris pieces. heard it a lot of times yeah. Well, you played it like forty times in a row, and I was like, "Sick." That's the only way. And I was like, "If he plays it again, better. I'm gonna lose my shit." Yeah, he turns into uh, American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Chris's favorite movie. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but the uh, the director, uh, Penelope Shearer, director of Wayne's World, she actually had previously directed rock and roll documentaries before taking on the movie oh, Wayne's I didn't World. I know that she was a uh, it was a female. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, super cool. But they, uh, Mike Myers and her, did not get along. I have heard that. They disagreed about every aspect of the film. And so much so, they didn't use her. She didn't direct the second one. They got somebody else. Yeah. Do you know who... who, who, uh... I don't have it up right now, no. Um, But I do know a backstory of Wayne's World 2 that they were supposed to do this whole crazy story where Wayne and Garth like travel back in time. And it was supposed to be like this remake of this movie that was made that came came out in the 40s, but Paramount didn't own the rights. Oh. And so at the last minute, they found out that they didn't have the rights. They thought it was like an original script. Mm-hmm. And so Paramount got really angry at Mike Myers and had to scratch oh, really? it and then come out with a whole new script. And uh, probably another reason why it didn't do so well because that cost so much more money and then it does have to make so much more money. People watch it. And, uh, and it wasn't as good as the film, of course, as the first one. You just can't beat the first Wayne's World. Uh, yeah, so Wayne's World 2 was directed by uh, Stephen Sergic. Ah. He, he he was a, he's a Canadian director mm-hmm. and he's directed like three other movies and that's it. <laughs> hey, at least you got Wayne's World too. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, right. But in the movie, there are multiple rock performances, including uh, Alice Cooper's "Feed My Frankenstein," where we talked about earlier, um, where Wayne and Garth have backstage passes, mm-hmm. um, and even Wayne's World too. You see like Aerosmith recording like a couple times in it. Then um, they they just talk about rock and roll throughout yeah. the entire thing. It's really cool. I, I, as a kid, I, I talked about it earlier. But I just was so jealous how much like knowledge they had and I was like how confident <laughs> everything they talk about rock and roll. It's like that I want I want so to do cool. that's yeah. so cool. Like they're they're uh, not worthy. I'm not worthy. It's like, <laughs> that's good. That's a good point, Ben. I was not. But they're in the uh like the street playing hockey, you know, the game on game yeah. on scene. Um and they're just talking about like Led Zeppelin and the Bee Gees and stuff. And I just I thought it was so cool. Um but some oh other aspect with the uh, Alice Cooper scene where he plays Feed My Frankenstein. They get had the backstage pass and they yeah. hold, hold them up to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Mike Myers wanted Alice Cooper to play "Schools Out" or like "I'm 18." Yeah. So two of uh, Alice Cooper's big, big, big hits. hits. Yeah. But uh, Shep Gordon, who Alice Cooper's agent, um, didn't want him to play those because 
those were already even played everybody out. Knew everybody knew all knows of them. them. Um, so he, uh, Shep Gordon is Alice Cooper's agent wanted him to play his new single, which yeah. is "Feed My Frankenstein." And so Shep Gordon eventually convinced Mike Myers to be okay with playing the yeah. "Feed My Frankenstein," and it's actually created a really strong friendship between Shep Gordon and Mike Myers. So much so, so much so, so. <laughs> that. Uh, Mike Myers created a documentary about Chef Gordon called Supermensch, The yeah. Legend of it's, Chef it, Gordon. It, that is a great. First of all, Chef Gordon, I, I want to meet him. Just the greatest yeah. guy. So I talking about that documentary, it used to be on Netflix. And if you ever get the chance, again, it's Supermensch, The Legend of uh, Chef Gordon, which Menches means like an extremely He's every, giving he was, person. He was everybody's agent, and he yes. knew everybody. He knows everybody. But I want to see uh, what well, your Chris and Ben's thoughts about that documentary. Um, Supermensch? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you and I watched it together. Um, it, it's it was uh, it, it, back then. It, it, like him telling stories of like how he met Jimi Hendrix and um, uh, uh, who did uh, Janis Joplin? Yeah, Janis Joplin by the pool. Yeah, uh, like like you know, asking for a cigarette or something like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen now. Right. And, Basically, yeah. uh, Chef Gordon, he's Jewish. He became an agent because he met Jimi Hendrix. And Jimi yeah. Hendrix is like, are you Jewish? He's like, yeah. He's like, you should be an agent. Yeah. He's like, okay. Because okay. yeah. <laughs> he was like selling weed or something. Yeah. Right. He, he went out to California and just be a cool guy. Yeah. Yes. Know? Hang out by the pool, sell weed. Yes. You know, so that just shows like his character of who he was. You know, he's yeah. just there to hang out. Have Super a good time. charismatic. Yes. You know, he's not, not trying to, you know, screw anyone over or yeah. going after the money. Yep. But I think it shows like... He, uh... He represented like Pink Floyd for like a day or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, mm, no, thank you. All right. <laughs> but yeah. No, a great, great documentary, you know, uh, uh, shows how connected he was and um, yeah. mm-hmm. how interested he was in the performance of the artist as opposed to making money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously he wants to make the money and make the money of for course. the artist, yeah. but he also wants to get what they want out also. I feel like know? he put the artist first yeah. as far as like, my paycheck will be what my paycheck is, whatever. And but, he, he helped them collaborate too. You know, yeah. he was so connected, so he got people indoors that they might have not been able to get in uh, without his connections. You know. Yeah, no, I I, I loved it. Um, he talks about a story. I can't remember his one of his first artists where they uh, somebody recommended, hey, you should represent this guy, and uh, then yeah, he goes yeah. to his fitting room, and then he has this guy has Chef Gordon wait in line with like three other agents. Yeah. Chef Gordon's like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And just walks out of there and the guy comes, why didn't you wait? And then he eventually signs with him because he's not being like told what to do or just yeah. like, he's right. his own guy. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to yeah. be, you know, pushed around or anything like that. So it's, and it's, I like how, uh, you know, some of his, uh, artists came and go or went mm-hmm. and, like his clients, but mm-hmm. Alice Cooper stayed with him yeah. for so ever. That's know. his only agent. Oh, that's his yeah. only uh, artist now is yeah. Alice Cooper. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. They, they go way back. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So again, that documentary is called Supermensch, The Legend of Shep Gordon. He, Check, doesn't he live in like... He lives in Maui. Maui, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hawaii, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, that's, I would love to just live in Maui, <laughs> yeah. just relaxing. Yeah, just that'd chilling. be nice, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you again, the, the basement's in Maui. Yeah. Oh, my, oh, God. oh man. my goodness. <laughs> Dingy, smelly, moldy. Dingy, moldy. Talking it, rock on the beach. Sorry. Yeah, talking rock on the beach. Just, the ocean is too loud. Oh, but again, you got to check out that documentary. It's It's so great, but... Third point I want to talk about, so some leftover facts that we haven't discussed that you, 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 oh, the no. listener, need to know. Um, so Garth's vehicle, his car, in Wayne's World is a 1976 AMC Pacer. Um, it's known as the Mirthmobile. Um, so it, it still lives on today. It was last seen on an episode of Pawn Stars. 
And, oh, really? Yeah, which aired in 2015 and was sold a year later for $37,000. Oh, that's a pretty good deal. So if I had any money, yeah. which I don't, um, I would <laughs> I'd buy it. It's not advertise <laughs> that, Tom. <laughs> Tom's in a bit of a rut. No, I'm I'm doing great, no, guys. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a podcast. I got a Benamins by my side. He's got a sign, the bag on the side. Right, of I got a, yeah. a fresh new sign <laughs> <It's> new. <laughs> on the, for the side of 395. It is too easy. But the car was restored to running conditioning, having its signature props installed inside with like the, the red licorice dispenser and like mm-hmm. the stereo. So yeah. it's all like prop quality. Um, of course, the car is most famous for its headbanging scene of Bohemian Rhapsody in the, the film's intro. Yeah. That's the most iconic scene of the movie. Um, Again, that's why I loved Queen as a kid. I well, kinda... yeah, because that I was reading an article about that specific <coughs> about that song, and Wayne's World, like no one really knew that song. They knew it. Again, it came out in the seventies. A lot of uh, Queen's albums came out. It, it kind of brought it back. Yeah. yeah, it definitely brought them back. Um, so it was reported that Freddie Mercury, who uh, was actually shown the clip of these guys driving in the car, oh yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody playing in the background. So he actually died a few months before. The movie came out, but he was showing the clip ahead of time, and they said he loved it, and he thought it was hysterical, and he yeah. said, this is going to bring us back, and this That's is phenomenal. Great. He okayed That's it, great. he approved it, and then the, I love it when Brian happens. May was all about it, yeah. so yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, guess, I think he died either October or November of 91, and again- Who, uh, uh, Freddie? Mm, Freddie Mercury, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I Wayne, forget from the movie, but- Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, of course, Wayne's World came out in February of uh, mm. 92. But another cool thing I want to talk about is the Stan Makita's Donut Shop. In the movie, <laughs> I think that's where they go and like hang out. Yeah, so the Stan, spot, the little spot. Um, it's related to uh, Mike Myers growing up in Tim Hortons in Canada, so mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to have like a Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. but obviously not be Tim Hortons. Yeah, it'd be Stan Makita's Donuts. So Stan Makita, who is a former uh, Chicago Blackhawks hockey player from the 1960s and 70s, is one of the greatest hockey players of all time, especially in uh, Chicago Blackhawk franchise history. But um, so Wayne's World was filmed in California, but it takes place in Aurora, Illinois. So they're going to be Chicago Blackhawk fans. Yeah. So that's kind of why they did a Stan Makita. And Mike Myers chose Stan Makita because he was a Maple Leafs fan, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. And he always remembers growing up and watching Stan Makita just dominate the Maple Leafs. Kill it. Uh, so he's like, oh, I want to honor Stan Makita like that. And he, so he thought Stan Makita was just super cool. Like, again, um, he actually had him on set. Oh, so really? Sam Akita, in one of the coffee scenes, he's in the background as an extra. Oh, as an extra? Yeah, that's, yeah that's so fun. it's pretty cool. So, and the Stan Makita actually died a couple years ago. Again, he was a hockey mm. player in the 60s and 70s. So he was, he got up there in age. Um, but he's, he's also a hockey player. Yeah, they're <laughs> hard lives and Just beating on the body. But he lives on, of course, amongst Blackhawk and Waynesworld fans alike. We love him. Stan Makita's uh, donut shop. Yeah, there was a Stan's Donuts in uh, Miamisburg. I don't know if you remember that. No. Or if you heard of it. Uh, I just looked it up to see if it's still there, but the, it is, but they changed the name. Mm-hmm. So, Bear what? Creek Donuts now. Oh, okay. Bear Creek? Yeah, but I, I would always think of Wayne's World when I heard someone talk about Stan's Donuts in Miamisburg. Yeah, of course we have our Bill's Donuts. It would be much better. In Centerville. We love yeah, Bill's yeah, Donuts. We, I, Internationally we, known. I, I, drove, I drove by it. That's pretty, that was a pretty cool experience. Tom deprived him of the privilege we had of consuming. That's literally all I heard. He's like, oh, my God, Bills are so Oh, my good. God. <laughs> there goes Bills. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Yeah, we, had, we, had, we had no time on this trip of, showing, by of showing Chris around Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. There was so much going on. There was not anything going on. <laughs> there was so much. We had nothing. Yeah. Maybe uh, other activities. We, ha- we had to have lunch with Eric, my older brother. That was yeah, the most important. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. 
<laughs> All right, but so that's how Wayne's World was created. What I was talking about earlier, and uh, we talked about how it was related to rock and roll. And hope you enjoyed all those little facts that I felt that Tidbit. you guys just and if, had and to know. And if you want, if you want to yeah. talk about uh, Wayne's World, Tom will definitely. We'll, we can yeah. go so much more in yeah, depth. No, no, we're not going topic. to today. I was going to watch it earlier today, but <laughs> I did not have time. No good. Yeah. But anyways, um, my topic that I chose this week. Uh, I did not know that Tom was choosing Wayne's World, but I chose this hey, one. went two movies. I love yeah. it. Uh, it There's a theme. I, I found an article about uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which I don't know if you guys have watched that. Um, I love it. It's a great one. It's which a movie one? from 1988, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just the excellent. Not the most excellent. Yeah. Or the, the bogus. The bogus, yeah. bogus yeah. Not the bogus. Bogus um, journey. But th- th- this is a movie with uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Um, the The point that i want to talk about this today is there's an opening scene that did not make the final cut but apparently they did extensive work uh in a ranch owned by stevie nicks uh oh, to really? make this opening scene happen <laughs> um so if you if you know about the movie um alex winter keanu reeves they're the main characters in in the film Bill and Ted. Um, so at the beginning um uh, Winter says uh, the opening and ending changed from what was uh, scripted and even shot drastically mm. uh, through the final editing of the movie. Uh, he said that in a Rolling Stones interview. Um, but the opening was supposed to start with a surreal rock number uh, with Kiana and Winter at a bus stop waiting for the school bus. And then uh, they would start rocking out with the air guitar, you know, yeah. like they do. Yeah. They love it. I love it. Um, and then... As that would progress, uh, it would end with them getting into a skirmish with the school jocks. And that's kind of how you yeah. are supposed to meet them. You know, yeah. this is Bill and Ted. Um, yeah, you got to wonder how that scene looked and wonder why they cut it. Because yeah. I know they were talking about how they are not dancers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they looked ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Uh, they're, well, I, I read that. They went to Stevie Nicks's home because she had a ballet studio mm-hmm. <laughs> in her or in her ranch in Phoenix. Yeah, that's the only reason they went there. Um, but Stevie, I was t- talking to Ben about this earlier. Stevie Nicks is connected to like everybody. Oh yeah. If you watch any rock and roll documentary, Stevie Nicks's opinion yeah. is she was like, oh, Stevie yeah. Nicks was there on yeah. this great adventure, yeah. talking about her. So it's it's pretty cool. She's always connected. Right, right. But yeah, it, it's it's very interesting, you know, to think what that choreography would look like, yeah. you know, because they said it was a. I'm sure it was terrible. A, a winger esque, loud, triumphant. Yeah. yeah. Um, 80s hair rock song. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. he didn't remember the song exactly, yeah. Yeah. but. Yeah. You know, you could just think of that, and then mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter just dancing, crazy. Yeah. you know, going out to that, and then just, just imagining, you know, what was going on also, because he said, like Tom said, it, it was for weeks that they were in uh, mm-hmm. the the basement, or as long the, as the they, ballet studio, the same amount of time they recorded or filmed Wayne's World in its entirety, yeah. right. yeah. and they were in there weeks on a, <laughs> on a scene that got cut. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. happens to the best of them. But 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 it's it's a wonder, you know, what else was happening there in, in Stevie Nicks' house at the time? You know, was Stevie there? Was, you know, who else was there? Because she's well connected. You know, yeah. Tom Petty, uh, yeah. multiple yep. other artists, Jimmy Ivey, and yeah. you know, there, there's there's always the stories out there of what was going on, Ooh. what what could have been so happening. You, so you're saying cocaine? Is that what you're saying? I mean, we can circle back to that. Yeah, we're looking, uh, oh, full <laughs> circle. Yeah. But uh, it's all about cocaine. I, I think they definitely. <laughs> At least heard and saw, maybe experienced some interesting things. Cocaine. That happens when I partake. Uh, what? I don't. All right. What is going on here? I don't here? partake. 
Tom, get out of here. All right. But anyways, um, <laughs> there's my set door sound effect. Walking <laughs> footsteps. I, I don't know if you guys are excited for it, but I am. The, I'm very excited for it. The uh, what are we excited for? The new Bill and Ted movie should be coming out this year. It's Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. yeah. August 21st in theaters. Summer blockbuster, baby. Yeah. Maybe uh, so Talking Rock in the Basement is, is going to take a field trip ooh, there. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> is this a con- is this new movie a continuation of the? Yes, it's not a remake. Okay. Um, it's yeah, it is. They're in it, so they've made it in a, as a band and everything like that. And... Well, you, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Well, well no, in the they, la- they didn't make it in Bogus Journey. Right, they die in Bogus Journey and they go to hell. And they have to... honestly, Bogus Journey is really scary. When I was a kid, well, no, 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 it was because in, in the awesome. end credits, yeah. you see all the newspaper clippings of that they did make it as a band. Well, yeah, because they travel to the future. Well, yeah. And they're like they're rock gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I'm very excited for this movie. I don't know if it all matters. Who knows? Like, it all who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Who knows? It's, it's, it's a crazy start from scratch. Starting from scratch. It's it, an excellent adventure and a bogus journey. Yeah. Right. And then face the music. Because because right. isn't death coming back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, original death yeah. is a great character. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in the first one they had George Carlin as death. Mm. No, no, as like their little like. Time oh, guy, the, the yeah. guy. Yeah. He was telling him to like go through and get all. These he was. He was characters. just. A, um, he was just like a, the time time machine guy. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He was, Operator. He said, "You got to go and do this and this," and he basically <laughs> telling us how the, how the movie was going to unfold. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, no, I, I love that movie because I mean, just like Wayne's World, you have rock and roll. Yeah. Related, mm-hmm. and they t- they're all about being rock stars and talking about rock. Uh, they don't know how to play any instruments. So like yeah. we, we don't know how to play instruments. <laughs> but they learn. They learn how to they air guitar. Learn, yeah. um, and I get time travel. I love time travel in movies. Yeah, I, I, I complete know. nerd about it. I love it. Like I, I recently read The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. You just love time travel and in I, general. Yes, I want to travel through time. Travel back. Right. I'm gonna go, go back. <laughs> it will be Tom's world, not yeah, Wayne's world. It'll be my world. No. Uh, no, I love. I just love. It. I think it's so interesting, and it's. It opens the door to so much like different plot, different types of plot. You can just do anything. You can do anything. Yeah, it's time travel. Right. That's what, <laughs> you're not so close. It's the opposite of like a little sitcom. You only have with the little... time travel. We could go back to Stevie Nicks' uh, we house. Could, we could and figure see out what what's going, going on. on. Like, da- terrible, terrible dancing yeah. like, taking oh, place. Okay, good We're thing like, they cut this. Uh... <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's great because sometimes you watch those deleted scenes in movies. You're like, ooh, deleted scenes, and like. Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, this yeah, definitely yeah. should have deleted, and maybe deleted from the deleted scenes. Yeah. Well, double deleted. Another thing, Alex Winter, he said he had some stills of like their rehearsal, mm-hmm. um, but he doubted that anyone was going to post them. Um, I don't yeah. know why he didn't post them, but like, I would like yeah. to see them. I like know? to see them I was, too. I was very intrigued. Uh, maybe that's what it is. I know he yeah. he posted a lot of this on Instagram. Is that where he was saying a lot of this stuff? I think, uh, well, there's a Rolling Stones interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, okay. then, uh, obviously, he has his Instagram and yeah. Twitter page. I, I thought yeah. he was posting pictures on like Instagram, so I might have to but, give him a follow. I mean, I, I don't, from my understanding, they were not these pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. I might have to go search through again. Like, if yeah. you see a mirror in the background, it looks like a ballet studio. It's like, oh, that, that's it. Ooh. But <laughs> I did see pictures, but they were just um, like goofy, from like. Yeah, it, it was. It just looked like on the set, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Because obviously they're getting excited for uh, the new one. The new you one. Know? Um, but right, they're stirring up a lot of talk, especially on this side of the of the basement. <laughs> well, I've, I've been looking forward to uh, this Bill and Ted, but just like the other, uh, what's the movie? God, I, I lost which, it. With who? The uh, Do Over. 
Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. There we oh, go. yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, the yeah, new yeah. Jay and Silent Bob movie came out. I really wanted to see it, and I went to the theaters. Oh, I didn't go to it. I looked up on the phone to go to theaters, and it was out of theaters. It was in there for like two and a half weeks. And I was like, what the? So I actually never got to see that one. So I got, I don't know if something similar may happen to this one. You just never know with these crazy yeah. theaters. Especially, and so I got to, right when it happens, right when it comes out. Yeah. I Opening go. night. Well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> don't be a baby, Tom. Maybe uh, like the Sunday after it comes out. That's, that's what Why I'm not sure. opening night? Uh, it's too too much hubbub. Uh, but if nobody's a hubbub nobody's about hubbub, it, then yeah. there might be hubbub. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Just get some reserve seats. Yeah. Be, I yeah, hate that fine. so much. I just like going Another there buying time. tickets and sitting down, watching the movie, and then leaving. That's all I want. I don't want to do Tommy stupid cr- stuff online. Crazy cat. I hate ordering pizza online. No, we're aware. What else yeah, do we I were. Hate? T- I was talking to. Um, Jones about getting beer, and he was like, he was like, you can't put Tom in charge of anything. He was like, I'm putting you in charge, and we'll deal with all The this. great thing about being incompetent is that nobody expects you to do anything. Uh, yeah. We, so yeah. they sometimes ask you to try to host a podcast. <laughs> Certain but things then are you, expected. But then you yeah. usually mess that up, and then everybody tells you how terrible you are. Well, it, well it's, it, it's when he messes up the daily, the daily aspects of life. <laughs> Those are tough. The daily aspects are so tough. We'll get there one day. What are you doing over here? <laughs> yeah, I got my hand over on Chris's <laughs> side of the table. I'm taking over. <laughs> what is it, uh, the thing from uh, Adam's Family? Oh, a little hand. hand. Yeah, uh, yeah. It? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it right? It? No. No, It, Cousin It. Because there's a Cousin It, and she's the one with all the hair, the fur. Hold on, Chris. I think it's called The Thing, or Thing. Right? Well, that's there's one with the big the bush of hair. Well, that's, that's Cousin It. Oh. But what is, then there's... Uh, Problem is I can't type quickly. Cousin it, thing, thing, yeah, little hand with the thing. Yeah, yeah. It does sign language. Is him in uh, <laughs> what's the uh, the Frankenstein type? Lurch, lurch, yeah. <laughs> thing, uh, I, remember, I remember there was like a episode of uh, the, the thing in uh, Lurch. Episode in uh, the thing of Lurch. <laughs> ben, you know what he's talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, got him. Good work, okay. Ben. That was no clue. That was really good. <laughs> All right, Chris, can you redeem yourself? Get out. <laughs> this is Chris' basement, and we're gone. Everybody out. Ah! Yeah, that's, that's been a great show. We just continue yeah. recording as we drive down the street. Uh, that would be delightful. All right, so I'm going to tell everybody to get out there. I don't know how they got to do it. Purchase, rent, or stream Wayne's and World. watch Wayne's World. And Bill and Ted's. And Bill and Ted's. One and two. Chris, what, what they should watch? What should they watch for you? Or what should you tell them to watch? <laughs> Words. I don't know them. Uh, I'll see the, the, the Shep Gordon yes. the Superman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so if we'll, you can find it. Because um, it's really good. Especially yeah. if you just like music in general. Because he Hate covers... Just, what are you doing here? He has a connection to so <laughs> many artists. He is. So there's a lot of homework for your listeners out there. And I hope you guys were taking notes. Because again, there will be a, be a quiz. There always, always is a quiz. At the end of the season. At the end of the season. How long is a season? I think 300, 300 episodes. <laughs> Yes, but anyways, it is not on Netflix anymore. No, I, I already looked. It's not on Netflix. No. Yeah, I well, you should have read my mind, Chris. Jeez. But if you have any questions, comments, feel free to contact us on social media. Um, Chris, how can they contact you on social uh, media? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you say that again. <laughs> repeat that. I, I, I uh, missed it. Uh, that was a weird handle. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that kid Chris on Instagram and it that kid Chris on Twitter. Ben? B Waldron 10 on Instagram. 
Just send me a direct message. Oh, <laughs> slide up and then slide DM. In DM. Just kidding. Don't. If you do, I'll kill you. <laughs> You're dead to me. You have to try to follow me first. I'm private. Oh, oh on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. I can't even. I, I, don't, I don't even follow you. I don't yeah. even know how to find you. <laughs> so, so ben telling us his his handles yeah. is basically meaningless. Yeah. Uh, what, were you? Is that everything, Ben? <laughs> oh, my my Twitter handle is Super B Wall. Oh, okay. It's okay. out there. Yeah, Twitter. I'm at Tom J Ozio and Instagram Tom Ozio without the J. That's all, folks. Uh, This has been a talk and rock in the basement. I'm Tom. I'm Chris, and I am Ben. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. All right.